Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. All right, let's wrap up our bi-week blitz with a talk with the coach uh, who went the furthest in the postseason of any MSU coach a season ago, Coach Samantha Ricketts, MSU softball. Coach, when you make history, everybody loves you. What do you do for an encore? (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely the question right now. And I think, you know, our focus this fall has been remembering what really kind of got us there to that stage at the end of last season, but then also knowing that that's not – you know, we're not satisfied. That's not the final goal. We have bigger and better pictures ahead for this program and that we want to put in more work. We want to do what we did last year plus more. So I think it's back to work. It's raising the bar, raising the standard, and continuing to work hard every day to do that. You know, you see teams come and go in every postseason. You know, the NCAA tournaments are, are, are littered with stories of teams that make a great run, and, and then you, sometimes you never hear from them again. Do you, do you feel like with your program you've set a foundation in place to build upon what you did last year? Yeah, I think that's definitely been the goal for our coaching staff the last few years. Um, you know, it's been – we thought we were maybe a few years away from kind of taking that next step. I'm, I'm really – happy and excited it worked out the way it did particularly for that senior class but uh you know i think we know we've got the culture in place we've got the players the recruits coming in that are really bought into you know putting msu softball on the map and really kind of raising the bar that we have for us and what those postseason expectations are when you're a college coach you know Replacing players is part of the gig. You know, they come, they get four years, and they they move on, and, and that's just how roster management goes. It's different to replace a legend, and I, you know, I put Mia Davidson at the very top of of MSU softball history, and she's right there in, in the same group with her sport with Dak Prescott and Jake Mangum and players like that. So, when you have to replace somebody who's that big a presence in your program, you know, how do you start to do it? Yeah, you know, that's definitely something we've talked about. And I don't, you know, I don't think you can replace Amia Davidson. Just what she brought to the team, both on the field and off from, you know, her production, her, you know, her communication skills, her leadership skills is really just invaluable to what we had. So for us, it's about, you know, looking at what she did and then also understanding that this year's team is not going to be the same. It's, it's a different group. We do have a lot of returners back, but. We're going to have a different identity, different strengths. Um, I don't think we'll – we probably don't hit as many home runs as we did without me in the lineup, but we also thought that of a few years ago when we had Mia Davidson and Fa Leilua in the lineup. We actually hit more home runs this year without Fa, without Carter Spexarth in our lineup, who have been two big bats for us over the last five years. So, you know, I think we, we really believe in our recruiting, our development, knowing we're going to bring in – players that can kind of fill those gaps. I think we're going more athletic, more speed. We're going to steal more bases than last year for sure. But you know, just replacing you know, an all-time home run hitter in the program and the conference is not something that's easy to do, that's for sure. I asked this question of, of Coach Chris Lamonis when he had to replace Jake Mangum. Is it tougher to replace a player like Mia Davidson's leadership or her production? Definitely tougher to replace her leadership. You know, in that talking about a player that hit 93 home runs. You know, that part, I'm not worried about it. Everything else that she provided, um, you know, she's been a leader on the field, by example, with her actions since she stepped on campus you know, five years ago. And you know, what it is now is we're trying to 
figure out what our identity is on the field without her and who's going to be that extension of the coaching staff, who's going to be you know, the one making the calls and calling the plays and really kind of being that field general for us and taking command of the pitching staff. And that's been what the fall's been about. A big part of it is working on that communication without her voice. And I think that's definitely a huge piece, as well as the leadership and what she provided to the locker room, to the weight room, to the group day in and day out. You know, when I and, and I'm dating myself here, obviously, I'm a very old person. Just, just I'm sure you knew that though. But you know, softball was not a sport at, at the high school level when I was in high school. Uh, it's something that's it's grown and it's become a bigger and bigger thing. And now you look across the state and everybody plays softball and it's being played at a pretty high level here in Mississippi. You know, tell us about recruiting Mississippi for softball because it does feel, in some ways. The state's kind of behind the curve with the rest of the South, and certainly from a national standpoint. But at the same time, you've got some great players coming out of the state of Mississippi, and some of them are on your roster. We do. There are a lot of great players in the state. I think you know one of the reasons is it's a smaller population than a lot of the other states that we recruit from. So there's just, you know, in general, there's less people. But I think a big part of it, as the sport has grown over the past few years, we're starting to see it grow at the state level as well. And that's what's exciting to see is as the popularity grows in D1 softball, we see it getting bigger in high school levels. You're seeing it getting bigger on the travel ball circuit and in the youth organization. So yeah, that's huge for the growth of our game and to continue to make sure that we're pushing it forward. Uh, but it has been fun to see that kind of change in softball a little bit. And I think you know we're starting to see more and more of the competitive club-level travel ball teams that are going out and playing in the big competitive showcases and national tournaments. Um, and one thing that we have had to kind of fight against is we're one of the few states that still plays softball in the fall. Uh, the private schools in Mississippi play in the fall, and they start so early in July that a lot of the players in the state miss out on the big national tournament. So that's been an interesting kind of, I think, curveball for us to work around. Uh, but we're definitely seeing more and more kids come up that are they're ready to go. They're definitely athletic, and they can compete and play with the best of them, from kids from all over the country. And you know, I think we've got examples of that And Aston Wesley – you know, Quanta Brownlee, Cat Wallace are three we have right now. We've got a couple more coming in the next few recruiting classes for us. But, you know, a player like Aston Wesley, she was five-time state champion. She's been playing on the um, Neshoba Central High School team since seventh grade and a four-time Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year. You know, she's, she's a winner. She knows how to win at that level at every level, and she's brought that kind of experience and maturity and mentality up with her to state, which has been fun to watch. You've got a great facility over there at Noose Park, but you're adding to that uh, in, in the coming uh, coming months, coming years. Uh, how excited are you about these new additions to the softball facilities? Oh, we're so excited. I think it's, you know, one, it's going to be top-of-the-line facilities. Everything that our players need, everything we're doing is all player space. It is all for the team, for the student-athletes, um, what they need to be successful on and off the field. It's new batting cages, pitching bullpens, um, We've got a team room, a kitchen, a mud room, locker room, team film room, all the things you could think of in there. Kind of a one-stop shop, which is really exciting. But I think the thing I really enjoy the most about it is just the investment that it is from from our athletic department, from Mississippi State. And it would have been really easy to just, you know, kind of do something smaller and just to say, here you go, here's something new, we'll just kind of patch it up. But they went all in, everything that the girls would need to really kind of, you know, keep us at the forefront with our facilities and help us to compete and recruit at a national level with the best of the best, which is really exciting. 
you had a lot of star power the past few seasons, you know, with with Fa and and Mia with Thunder and Lightning, which we you know no copyright infringement or anything like that. <laughs> we, we, we we stole it from Palmero and Clark, so <laughs> however it wants to work. But you know, this year you know some new faces out there, obviously some some old faces as well. When I say stars, when I say who are going to be the, the 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 players to watch on this team, who who do you think of? I think definitely Chloe Malulu. I think she's you know she's been such a steady presence for us the last few years, and just continue to get better and better. You know this is now year five, counting COVID for her, um, and she's added a lot of power to her game. That's really kind of been the only thing missing. So you know, she's been the team captain. She's been on our leadership council the last two years. I think she's really going to step into that role, but vacated by Mia and do so seamlessly. Um, you know, offensively, I think Paige Cook has been a little overshadowed the last few years with her production, but she's just, she's consistent. She's a hitter. She can hit anyone, anywhere. And you know, really think she provides a, you know, big piece to our lineup. Um, and in the circle, you know, I think definitely Kenley Hawk. She was really poised for a breakout year last year. And she went from nine innings to 99. And I think she's ready for even more. And the combination of her and Aspen is really exciting for us to kind of be a one, two punch to lead off um, a lot of games for us. You've got a scrimmage this weekend in Oxford against Ole Miss. It's just a scrimmage, I know, but you know it's, it's still Ole Miss. What, what do you want to see, though? What do you want to see from your team from a scrimmage perspective? Obviously, it's about getting people at bats and getting people into the circle, but at the same time, you want to see that competitiveness because you're playing a team you're going to play this fall or this spring. Yeah, absolutely. You know, We're really excited to be able to play another SEC opponent in the fall. Um, and actually, the reason that we are playing them is because we do not face them in the spring. And you know, the way oh. the SEC softball schedules work is you don't play four to four schools a year, and it's kind of on a rotation. Hold on, hold on, stop, <laughs> stop this! Now. You're telling me that the SEC is putting out a sports schedule where Mississippi State and Ole Miss don't play each other? That is correct. Every three years, I can't get behind that. I can't get behind that. But continue <laughs> on with your your answer now. Uh, it is not my choice. It is not their choice, and it's something that we've tried in the past to maybe play a midweek, but it actually hurts our teams and the conference RPI for us to play us out of conference. So, you know, wow. we're going to do what we can, and you know, well, hopefully we get to match up with them in the SEC tournament or postseason. You know, I like the idea of a Governor's Cup for softball, though. I, that I, would be really fun. You know, we could go uh, down Jackson do, somewhere and play them. That'd be cool. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a way to do that. I'm going to make that a personal mission of mine. <laughs> I'm gonna start pushing that that agenda for you. So we're gonna right, we're gonna make absolutely. that happen. I'm on board. All right, I'm we're good. gonna do it. Coach Samantha Ricketts, Mississippi State softball. Looking forward to maybe another historic season uh, this spring. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you for having me, Brian. Right. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.